What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Talk Recorded live. And welcome to episode 399 of the Michigan Sports Truth Posting edition on Talk Show. Edition on Talk Show. <coughs> Taylor Phillips here. Follow me on Twitter at DT2Phillips. Lois Tenora, our national sports reporter. Like and share the Michigan Sports Truth Facebook page. Pistons. Clobber. The San Antonio Spurs, 93-79. Pistons improved to 20 and 15. San Antonio drops to 25 and 12. They wrap up 2017 with a win at Little Caesars Arena. Spurs shoot just 36.9% from the floor. Pistons, 44.4%. Spurs shoot only 19.2% from three. Pistons shoot 33.3% from three. Pistons were playing great defense. It was a low-scoring affair the whole way through. Pistons led 24-13 after one and 39-36 at halftime. Very low-scoring affair, if you would say. Pistons come up with 93 points. Which is not that, not that, not that very little, but <coughs> looking at the box score. Andre Drummond, 14 points, 21 rebounds, two for four from the free throw line, a plus Anyhow, um, Reggie Bullock was on fire tonight. 
started off, started the game off with two threes to get himself six points to to lead the Spurs six nothing. Bullock six and the Spurs nothing, and finished with twenty two points on nine nine of fourteen shooting, four of seven from three, a plus eleven. Drummond was was great again today. Again, fourteen points, twenty one rebounds, six assists. Tobias with 12.6 rebounds, 5 assists, a plus 20. Langston Galloway, 0 points in 16 minutes. Boban Marjanovic, 2 points in 4 minutes. A rebound. Eric Moreland, zero points in four minutes. Dwight Bikes, two points in four minutes. Four points in 17 minutes, rather. Three assists, three turnovers, three rebounds. Ish Smith with 18. Anthony Tolliver with just one point as a starting power forward. Seven rebounds, one assist. That's it for Tolliver in the starting lineup. Still the dud of the night, even in a winning effort. Luke Kennard, 20 points, 7 of 12, 4 of 5 from 3. He was red hot again tonight, 3 steals. Drummond with 3 steals. Anthony Tolliver with 2 steals. Luke Kennard with a plus 19. Tobias Harris with a plus 20. Pistons were playing awesome defense. They they held the Spurs under 80 points. That is incredible. The Pistons are a good team, I tell you. Yes. Looking at the standings here, Pistons stand alone in fourth place at 20 and 15 in the Eastern Conference in fourth place. (coughs) A half game ahead of the Milwaukee Bucks and the Washington Wizards. Bucks are 19 and 15. Wizards are 20 and 16. Pacers and Heat, 19 and 17, a tie for seventh. The rest of the standings can be can be announced on Lois Sonor's National Sports Report a little later on, but
getting getting into a little bit of college basketball, the Michigan the Michigan Wolverines won another easy game against Jacksonville. Stubby six fifty one at Chrysler Center. The Wisconsin Green Bay Phoenix just barely knit the Oakland Golden Grizzlies, 80-79. The Western Michigan Broncos beat the Chicago State Cougars, 92-71 at University Arena. In Kalamazoo, Milwaukee, the Milwaukee, the Wisconsin-Milwaukee Panthers beat the Detroit Mercy Titans, 87-79. And the CMU women's basketball team just barely edged the Ball State Cardinals on the road, 69-65. Michigan State is home against 3-11 Savannah State tomorrow at noon on BTN. I'm going to sleep over that one. I'm Uh, going to sleep in over that one. So what are Yeah. Another easy game for another another uh, for a number two team. Sounds like a snooze fest to me. Yeah. Well, let's let's move on to some hockey news here. Justin Spiro wrote an article, the first first one in four months, headlining exclusive, Ken Holland likely gone after the season. Now, what he wrote was, was Ken Holland is going to retire he intends to retire at the conclusion of the 2017-2018 NHL season. But there's something wrong with that. But that there's something in that that doesn't make any sense. Buck Gino pointed out you can't retire if you don't have a contract. He hasn't been offered an extension, so if he were to retire, he would just he would just beat Illich to the punch. Jeff Moss, by the way, you can follow Justin Spiro on Twitter at Darko State News, but Jeff Moss on Twitter at Jeff Moss DSR, the founder and editor-in-chief of Detroit Sports Rag, tweeted, just got off the phone from a source. the weekend manager at the Little Caesars at Maple and Farmington, and he states that Ken Holland isn't retiring and will be the general manager of the Seattle Expansion Relocation Franchise. How surprising is that? I'm surprised. 
yeah. Frank Vasner doesn't doesn't believe that, but that, that he thinks it's sarcasm, just because he just because he doubts. that a little Caesars manager would, would know about it. Actually, actually he does. Some, some little Caesars managers actually fall along. <coughs> fall along with the Red Wings and the Tigers. But I have to believe with I have I'm gonna to have to believe Jeff Moss on this one. Cause I, I see no sarcasm in it in that tweet whatsoever. And you can't retire if you don't have a contract, like Buck Gino pointed out, like I said. So there's your breakdown on Ken Holland. And lastly, Lions head coach Jim Caldwell, uh, the Lions and head coach Jim Caldwell, according to Pride of Detroit, the Lions and head coach Jim Caldwell are expected to part ways after Sunday's regular season finale at Ford Field against the Green Bay Packers, the Aaron Rodgers-less Green Bay Packers. So it's so that's developing here. So Caldwell, we can now say that Jim Caldwell is God. Hopefully, we get a, a real smart coach. So with that, that's all the Michigan Sports Truth material for tonight. Now it's time for Louis Tenor's National Sports Report. Louis the 14th, take it away. And away we go. All right, with 18.05 to go in the second period, the Kings lead the Canucks 2-1. to one. 
Uh, no contest really here between the Bruins and the Senators as the Bruins blanked them five to nothing. Uh, goals were highlighted by Spooner and Rask to help put that game away. The Panthers um, shut out the Canadiens two to nothing. Uh, Rem- Ramirez stopped with thirty stops thirty seven shots. Ooh, ooh boy, thirty seven. Capitals over the Devils 5-2, and thanks to that, the Capitals have now taken the division lead away from the Devils. Oh, boy, my significant other is not happy tonight. Uh, Blues uh, is the Hurricanes, 3-2. Upshell breaks the the tie to give the Blues the the win, so they're not feeling so blue tonight. Uh Uh, Predators over the Wild. In a three nothing shutout, <coughs> and Saros had twenty nine saves in the game. Now we're getting some big numbers here tonight: thirty seven saves, twenty nine saves. This is this is my impressive tonight. And those are the scores for those are the scores for the evening. Now let's go to the standings on the next to last day of two thousand seventeen. My goodness. All right, and the standings go like this. Starting in the Eastern Conference in the Atlantic Division, the Lightning are still on top at 56 points at 27-8-2. Next up is the Bruins at 21-10-6 at 48 points. The Maple Leafs are 23-14-2 at 48 points. Further down the list, the Panthers are 17-16-5 at 39 points. KDNs are 16, 19, and 4 at 36 points. At 35 points are your Red Wings at 14, 16, and 7. The Senators are 12, 17, 8, 32 points. And the Sabres are 28 points at 10, 20, and 8. Okay, in the Metropolitan Division, the Capitals now have taken the lead at 51 points, now at 24. 13 and 3. I know somebody who's very happy with that right now. Uh, the Devils slipped to second, but just a point behind at 50 points at 22, 10, and 6. The Blue Jackets are 47 points at 22, 14, and 3. Rangers, not too far behind either, with 20, 13, and 5 at 45 points. Uh, below them are the Islanders at 20, 14, and 4, 44 points, and I hope they crash into it. And I hope they crash into a brick wall. The Hurricanes are 18, 13, and 7, 43 points. The Penguins, 19, 17, and 3, 41 points. Rather disappointing for two-time defending Stanley Cup champions, if you ask me. And the Flyers are 16, 14, and 8 at 40 points. In the Western Conference, the Predators are surprisingly still in first place at 51 points at 23, 10, and 5. Right below them, are the Jets at 22, 11, and 5 at 50 points. The Blue is also at 50 points, but they are 24, 15, and 2. Stars are 21, 15, and 3, 45 points. The Wild are 43 points at 20, 16, and 3. The Blackhawks are 41 points at 18, 14, and 5. And the Avalanche, still respectable, even though in last place in the division at 18, 16, and 3 at 39 points. Well, respectable as far as last season was concerned. Last year, the surprise team of the year is still leading in the Pacific Division as Vegas is now at 52 points, 25, 9, and 2. I can't believe it's myself. 
Kings are 49 points at 22-11-5. Sharks are 20-11-4, 44 points. The Ducks are 42 points at 17-14-8. The Flames, 18-16-4, 40 points. Edmonton at 17-18-3, 37 points. The Canucks are 16-17-5, 37 points. And Arizona Coyotes, forget it. Lost cause, 23 points at 9 Twenty-six and five. Oh boy, at lost cause. So why don't we look at tomorrow's schedule since I'm already here? There are some there are some games uh, tomorrow as customary on New Year's Eve. <coughs> we'll go. This, we'll go down this way, starting at three thirty with the Maple Leafs versus the the gold the Golden Knights of Vegas. At 4 o'clock, the Coyotes will face the Ducks. At 6 o'clock, the Lightning face the Blue Jackets. 7 o'clock games are the Penguins at the Red Wings and the Jets at the Oilers. 8 o'clock games are as follows. The Sharks versus the Stars and the Islanders versus the Avalanche. And finally, at 9 o'clock, the Blackhawks take on the Flames. Those are your those are your New Year's Eve games. And, of course, you can't forget um, the Winter Classic Monday at 1 o'clock, which I'm really looking forward to. That's uh, that's my Rangers against the Red Wings. And that's the only game on Monday. Wow. I've heard of a light schedule, but this is ridiculous. Oh, uh, well. All right. Uh, there are some more hockey news if I was thinking, but I'll take care. I'll take care of that in the, in the notes later. So now we'll jump on the hardwood in the NBA, and the schedule goes. The games go this way, starting with uh, my Knicks can breathe, Knicks fans can breathe a little bit easier tonight as they put an end to their four-game losing streak against the Pelicans and a close one though, 105 to 103. Przinga, as I call him, it's Przinga. I know. 30, 30 points, 7 rebounds, 3 assists, and DeMarcus Cousins had 29 points, 19 rebounds, and 4 assists. I'll explain the Brzinga thing later. Just about over, almost. The Sixers and Nuggets are in a battle right now. The Sixers are leading the Nuggets 103 to 100, 21 seconds to go. On the other hand, it may not be over. As we mentioned, and uh, Sorek has 20 points, 9 rebounds, and 5 assists. Jamal Murray has 29 points, 8 rebounds, and 3 assists. As we mentioned, the Pistons over the Spurs, 93-79. LaMarcus Aldridge had 15 points, 11 rebounds, 1 assist. And Andre Drummond had 21 rebounds, 14 points, and 6 assists. You don't often see that. More rebounds than points. Hmm. The Heat over the Magic, uh, 117-111. Tyler Johnson had 31 uh, 31 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists. Aaron Gordon had 39 points, 7 rebounds, and 1 assist. Wow. The Hawks over the Blazers, 104-89. Napier, Shabazz Napier, 21 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists. Dennis Schroeder, 22 points. Eight assists and one rebound. And, oh boy, here's an upset for you. The Jazz 
over the Cavaliers for <coughs> 101. Oh, boy, I can hear, I can hear the shoes dropping now. LeBron James, though, had 29 points, eight rebounds, six assists. Donovan Mitchell had 29 points, six assists, and four rebounds. And finally, in a high-scoring affair, the Warriors over the Grizzlies, 141-128. Mark Gasol, 27 points, six rebounds, one assist. And Stephon Curry had 38 points, four rebounds, and three assists. All right, so now we're taking care of that. Now on to the standings we go as we heat up. Okay, standings go like this. In the Eastern Conference, yes, the Celtics are still in first place at 29-10. A two-and-a-half game lead with the Raptors at 24-10. and 10. Despite this losing streak, the Cavaliers are still in third place at 24-12, and 12, three and a half back. So what are they griping about? Pistons are in fourth, seven back at 20 and 15. The Bucks are 19 and 15, seven back at seven and a half. Uh, sorry, yeah, seven and a half back. The Bucks are 19 and 15. The Wizards are also seven and a half back, but they are 20 and 16. And at 19 and 17 each, eight and a half back are the Pacers and the Heat. And uh, in on the outside looking in, the Knicks are nine and a half back, now even at 18-18, thanks to tonight's win. Further down the list, the Sixers are 15 and 19, 11 and a half back. We got a bit of a log jam here for 14 back at 13-22 between the Bulls, the Nets, and the Hornets. The Magic are 12 and 25 at 16 back, and the Hawks are 10 and 26 at 17 and a half back. Well, as bad as they are, at least they're not going to be as bad as the 76ers just two seasons ago. Ugh. All right, in the West, the Warriors are at 29-8, two and a half ahead of the Rockets at 25-9. and nine. Spurs are 25-12, four back. The Wolves are 22-14, six and a half back. Thunder, 20-16, eight and a half back. Nuggets, 9 back at 19-16. Blazers, 18-17, 10 back. And the Pelicans are 10 and a half back at 18-18. and 18. Down, the scrap, down the scrap heap we go with the bottom of the barrel as the Clippers are next in line at 15-19, 12 and a half back. Jazz, despite tonight's win, are still 16-21 and 13 back. The Suns, 14-23, 15 back. The Kings, 16 back at 12 and 23. The Mavericks are 12 and 25, 17 back. Now here's something where I think this might be a typo, maybe. The Clippers, I mean the Lakers are 11 and 23 at 16 and a half back. I think that's a typo on somebody's part. I did not write this. And the Grizzlies are 17 and a half back at 11 and 25. I mean, because how could you be 16 and a half back behind and the other one is 17 back and ahead? Somebody goofed. It wasn't me, folks. I'm only the messenger. All right, so for tomorrow's games on New Year's Eve, it goes this way. And we are, they do have a few here. I think they used to take New Year's Eve off. Oh, no, that was New Year's Day they used to take off. I remember now. Okay, and it goes this way. And I believe they are all early games. Fairly early. Chicago will take on Washington at 3.30. That's the Bulls and the Wizards. The Wolves will take on the Pacers at 5. The Nets take on the Celtics at 5.30. Oh, boy. Your 7 o'clock games, 
are the Lakers versus the Rockets, the Mavericks take on the Thunder, the Hornets take on the Clippers, and the Grizzlies take on the Kings, and at 8 o'clock, the 76ers take on the Phoenix Suns. Well, I assume they have to get them before midnight Eastern time. Oh, gee, I wonder why. All right, so we'll go now on from the NBA to the college hoops, as we'll go over a few. We'll go over a few of their scores here today, and we'll start with the top twenty-five. And believe me, it was another day that was, shall we say, unpredictable in the uh, in the college basketball world because there were some pretty good upsets today, including number one Villanova. Wait till you hear this one, folks. You're going to flip. I know I am. As Butler actually beat Villanova today. In Butler. In Butler. Okay, first we're going to go to Duke beating Florida State in a top 25 matchup. 100-93. Duke was ranked fourth. Florida State was ranked 24th. Still, uh, Butler, 28 points, 6 assists, 1 rebound. Marvin Bankley, the third, 32 points, 21 rebounds, and one assist. <laughs> yeah, the third. Okay, you want to get stuffy? Go ahead. Here it is. Butler over number one ranked Villanova, 101-93. Uh, had 31 points, five assists, three rebounds. Kelly Martin, Kelly Martin, 24 points, eight, assist, eight rebounds, two assists. I think number one is cursed. In the Battle of Arizona, Arizona, number 17th ranked, beat number three, AESU, Arizona State, 84-78. Holder had 31 points, five rebounds, one assist. Uh, Aton, 23 points, 19 rebounds, and three assists. Oh, we got another upset here. Unranked Alabama over number five, Texas A&M, 79-57. Robert Williams. Had 14 points, 8 rebounds, 1 steal. John Petty, 16 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists. Oh, how the mighty have fallen today. Xavier, in a close one, though, they're 6th ranked against DePaul, 77-72. Max Sturz had 33, 33 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists. J.P. Mazara, 19 points. Six rebounds and five assists. Number eight, Wichita State over UConn, 72-62. Yeah. Uh, Landry Shammert, 16 points, six assists, five rebounds. And Adams had 18 points, six assists, and five rebounds. Virginia, that's number ninth uh, ranked Virginia, edging Boston College, 59-58. Robinson had 29 points, 6 rebounds, 1 assist. <coughs> Ty Jerome, 31 points, 5 rebounds, and 2 assists. In a top 15 battle, this was a good one too. Number 12, Oklahoma, upsets number 10, TCU, 90-89. Uh, Trey Young had 39 points, 14 assists, and 4 rebounds. Kenrich Williams, 22 points, 9 rebounds, and 6 assists. Good game. Uh, 13th ranked North Carolina uh, beat Wake Forest in a close one, 
73-69. Bryant Crawford has 17 points, five assists, and three rebounds. And Luke May, 17 points, 15 rebounds, and two assists. And he had to use the force on that one. Use the force, Luke. All right. Uh, number 14, Purdue, had an easy time over Lipsicum, 98-66. Garrison Matthews had 25 points, five rebounds, and a block. While Vincent Edwards had a good game of his own, 23 points, 15 rebounds, and three assists. Not bad for a team that got blown out. And finally, in the top 25 department, number six, no, I take it back. There's a few more. Miami, 15th ranked, 67-53 over Pittsburgh. Anthony Lawrence, Jr., 12 points, six rebounds, two assists. And Stevenson had 16 points and four rebounds. Here was a good one for you. And another upset, no less. Unranked Arkansas edges number 19, Tennessee, 95-93 in overtime. Jordan uh, Bone, 21 points, six assists and five rebounds. Daryl Macron, 33 points, three rebounds, and three assists. Three, three, three. And finally, Gonzaga, an easy time over Santa Clara, <laughs> 101 52. Uh, that's, that's what I had to call no contest. Um, Emmanuel Nunmaya had an easy time with that, and that, was, that game was not even worth, I don't even think it's even worth mentioning. 101 to 52, but I'll I'll put it in. I'll, I'll put it in. Oops. Only had about mm, didn't have that many points, so we'll get back and we'll get back to that in a little bit, and we'll check today uh, tomorrow's schedule as well as there are games on New Year's Eve. Preferably before. Oh, here it is. Twelve points, four rebounds, and. Nelson had 19 points, three rebounds, and two assists. Okay. So now we'll go to the schedule for tomorrow's games for New Year's Eve. And all games, I assume, are day games. On this 31st of December tomorrow, uh, we have a local battle for me as Seton Hall will take on St. John's. That is a game at high noon. Uh, like Savannah State will take on number two Michigan State at noon. Another local battle for me, Monmouth versus St. Peter's at noon. One o'clock games are Wagner versus St. Francis of Brooklyn, Ryder versus Niagara. We're down to one o'clock games here. Also, Florida Tech at Florida Gulf Coast. Two o'clock games are Tulsa versus Tulane, East Tennessee State versus Mercer, North. Uh, Northern Iowa over and Bradley. Mount St. Mary's will take on LAU Brooklyn. Tennessee State takes on Southeast Missouri State. 2.30, Providence takes on number 25, Creighton. I hate Creighton. Arlington takes on Appalachia State at 2.30. FDU versus Sacred Heart, also at 2.30. Texas State takes on Coastal Carolina at 3. At 3.30, Robert Morris versus Central Connecticut State. 
4 o'clock games, Memphis versus number 23-ranked Cincinnati. Central Florida takes on East Carolina. Southeastern Louisiana takes on Central Arkansas. These are 4 o'clock games. Indiana State versus Illinois State. Drake takes on Southern Illinois. Missouri State over Valparaiso. Idaho versus Northern Colorado. 405, Georgia Southern takes on Southern Alabama. 415, Georgia Georgia State takes on Troy. Now at um, at four at four thirty, Louisiana takes on Arkansas State. I must make a correction. St. John's plays Seton Hall at five o'clock. Not noon. Five o'clock. Wonder why so late. Monroe will take on Little Rock. Eastern Washington will take on North Dakota. Georgia takes on number 16, Kentucky, at 6. Also at 6 are Virginia Tech and Syracuse, South Carolina and Ole Miss, Utah, and Oregon State. 8 o'clock, South Florida versus SMU, Washington and UCLA, Washington State and USC at 9, and last but not least, Colorado versus Oregon at 10. And uh, now we'll now we'll go to the uh, NCAA football as the bowl games continue. Uh, this just in: number number six, Wisconsin beats number ten Miami, thirty-four twenty-four. Uh, Alex Hornenbrook, two hundred fifty-eight yards and four touchdowns. Trivia is passing. Jonathan. Uh, Dallas had 68 uh, rushing yards, eight carries, and one touchdown. And Lawrence Cager had 76 receiving yards and one touchdown. And that game, that game was in the. Oh, I'm telling you. In the Fiesta Bowl, Penn State holds off Washington, 35 to 28. McSorley had 342 passing yards and two touchdowns. Barkley eight. Uh, 137 rushing yards, 18 carries, and two touchdowns, who should have been a contention for the Heisman. I don't know why not. And Hamilton had 110 receiving yards and two touchdowns. And that was in the Fiesta Bowl. In the Liberty Bowl, Iowa State edges Memphis 21-20. Kemp, 314 passing yards and two touchdowns. Patrick Taylor, Jr., 68 rushing yards on 17 carries, and Lazard, 142 receiving yards and one touchdown. And all the rest were... Oh, and the Tax Slayer Bowl, number 23, Mississippi State, over Louisville, 31-27. Lamar Jackson had a productive day. He had 171 passing yards and two touchdowns, and 158 rushing yards on 24 carries and one touchdown while Jalen Smith had 107 receiving yards and one touchdown. Mighty impressive. <coughs> All right, well, the NFL uh, concludes its schedule. Ah, here's the thing here before I get to the football. Um, Raiders' pursuit of John Gruden could include ownership stake, according to some sources. The Raiders are preparing to pursue ESPN analyst John Gruden with an offer so strong that could include the ownership stake, that according to league sources. 
Um, of course, the lead source didn't say who. They never tell me anything. Rudin will be tempted to accept it, according to sources, but would prefer not to make any decision until the regular season finishes tomorrow and the Raiders make a final determination on their current head coach, Jack Del Rio, who signed a contract extension last summer. But Oakland had, spoke, had appealed to Gruden for a variety of reasons he would return to an organization that he didn't want to leave back in 2001. He would inherit a young quarterback in Derek Carr, whom he feels strongly about, and he would get to coach a team that is slated to move to Vegas in 2020, where he would not have any to pay state tax as he does in Florida, where he currently lives. Rooney's contract could even be backloaded to pay him more in the Nevada years of the deal and lessen tax burden during the California years. Okay. Uh, continuing on, Raiders co-owner Mark Davis has offered Gruden an ownership stake in the past, according to sources, and if Davis is willing to do so again, the contract then would have been approved by all 32 teams. An ownership source said owners might not be so quick to approve the deal because they wouldn't want to establish a persistent the NFL's finance committee also would have to vet Rudin, and it would be that body along with input from several owners that would be responsible for raising an objection to an ownership clause. Ooh. Them sounds like fighting words. Even if Gruden's deal is not approved because of the ownership condition, his contract would be negotiated in a way that would pay him a commensurate amount if fellow owners or the finance committee did not approve the deal. And there are other and there are other complications as well. So stay tuned for that because it's gonna it's gonna get ugly in the in the coming months. Why am I not surprised? All right, so the NFL concludes its um, regular season tomorrow, and the schedule goes like this, starting with the 1 o'clock games. The Packers will take on the Lions. The Texans will take on the Colts. The Bears will take on the Vikings. Oh, boy. Here's a laugher. The Jets will take on the Patriots. The Redskins will take on, Redskins take on the Giants. The Cowboys will take on the... Eagles, that's a lost card right there, and the biggest joke of the day, the Clowns, I mean the Browns, take on the Steelers. Well, you get the idea. Your late games, which are all at 425, go as follows. Starting with the Panthers taking on the Falcons, the Chiefs taking on the Broncos, the Jaguars taking on the Titans. The 49ers versus the Rams. The Bills taking on the Dolphins. Raiders taking on the Chargers. The Cardinals taking on the Seahawks. These are all 425 games, by the way. And the Saints taking on the Bucks, And the Bengals taking on the Ravens. There is no 8 o'clock game tomorrow night, which I think is a shame. 
I think in the last week of the season, they should have an 8 o'clock game. I know I'm hearing a lot of controversy about that, but you know what? I don't care, because I would, I would rather see, you know, a football game than a ball drop any time. So, excuse me. All right. So now we'll now we're going to the other news headlines of the day, and they go. Oh, I have some hawk hockey news here first. Calgary Flames right winger uh, Michael Warwick is considered week to week after he suffered a fractured jaw from a puck in Thursday night's game. Brock was injured when his when he hit was injured when he was hit in the face by a shot from San Jose defenseman. Brent Burns in the second period Thursday, along with suffering the broken jaw. He also had some teeth knocked out. Ugh. Well, that's hockey for you, of course. Um, as I said, he will be uh, week to week with his condition. Week to week. Reporters on Friday. Two to one loss over the Ducks. That it will be a big hole for us. Yamir Yager was pushed up from the second line in Friday's game. Uh, he is continu- is counting on Brock's teammates to step up in his absence. So you got your teeth knocked out. I mean, that's going to be that's going to be kind of hard. I mean, that is very painful. Ugh. All right, now we can go on to some of the other news highlights of the day. Jazz center Rudy Gilbert will have his left knee reevaluated in two weeks after suffering a sprained ligament as well as a bone bruise two weeks ago in Boston. Gilbert was checked by the medical staff and showing progress and is expected to return at some point. Uh, he was injured on December 15th, getting slammed by his own teammate, Derek Favors, in the first quarter of that game. Originally, Gilbert was to be missing two to four weeks. He missed 11 games this season with a right knee injury. Yeah. How about that? I mean, this, this guy's having no luck at all this year. More news on the Calgary Flames as the Flames acquired defenseman Dalton Prout from the Devils for a goaltender at Lack. Prout has played in 242 games with the Blue Jackets and the Devils. That played with four games with the Devils this season. Uh, Prout will report to the Flames American Hockey League team, which is located in Stockton, California. In the World Junior Championships, 44,000 people were in attendance for uh, today's World Championship Juniors. It's set a new record between the U.S. and Canada. 44,000 just to see a junior hockey league. Well, those are the stars of the future. And uh, certainly wish them all the best of luck. All right, continuing on down the line here. Wow. I, I didn't take uh, you know, time to do a lot of notes today because I wasn't home much, but I'm, I do have a few notes here. Uh, new Giants general manager Dave Gettleman was not wasting any time on making changes. First up, he fires executive Mark Ross and weighs right tackle Bobby Hart, who apparently this guy doesn't have. <laughs> Ross served as Giants Vice President of Player Evaluation 
uh, top lieutenant of Jerry Reese, who got the axe four weeks ago. He also oversaw, he also oversaw the team drafts and was one of the top four candidates for the general manager position. Ross had completed his 11th year with the Giants and fifth as vice president of player evaluation. He spent six years as New York's director of scouting and hard started seven games for the Giants at right tackle. Uh, told coaches he was not going to play in tomorrow's uh, finale against the Redskins. Eagles activate rookie cornerback Sidney Jones and just might be able to play against the Cowboys in the regular season finale tomorrow. Uh, the last time Jones uh, saw any playing action was in last year's Peach Bowl. As Washington played Alabama, he was the second round draft pick in this year's draft but has not played since he had ruptured his Achilles during Pro Day. Ohio State defenseman, a defensive end, Sam Hubbard, will skip his senior season to join the circus. I made the NFL draft. Well, same thing. Uh, He was announced on Twitter this morning. Hubbard finished the season with 42 tackles and seven sacks, just the season alone, and is the second player from Ohio State to vote for the draft, along with Denzel Ward it's the, uh, this, this year. Yep. Or as I like to call it, the rush to glory. You know, they, they think they, um, you know, they, well, I'm good, so I'm going to skip my senior season and just go and just go with it and try my luck there. Okay. We'll see. All right. Uh, Isaiah Thomas to make his season debut with the Cavaliers on Tuesday, as we mentioned last night, was saying, just be patient, and he'll be ready. Um, the Warriors guard Steph Curry, Stephon Curry, has been cleared to return, as he is returned for against Memphis. He was out since December 4th when he injured his knee versus the Pelicans. Thomas underwent a third and final evaluation yesterday, Curry was involved in three-on-three drills Thursday. His minutes, though, are expected to be monitored. Uh, but it's unknown how much time he will actually spend. USC quarterback Sam Darnold, who has had a less than stellar performance versus Ohio State, is mulling over his NFL future. Last night was sacked eight times and fumbled twice and threw an interception. He says, I will explore all options before I make a final decision. Smart, uh, smart thinking on your part. Uh, Blake Griffin uh, has returned from his MCL injury, and he came back in a big way, scoring 24 points in 32 minutes. Minnesota Wild coach Bruce Brodeur left the bench in the third period last night after being hit in the head with a puck. Ugh. Assistant coach John Anderson took over the duties the injury does not appear to be serious, well, at least for now. But still, uh, you know, getting hit by a puck, that could be very serious. So hopefully he is, he is going to be okay. Ugh. But, I mean, just the thought of getting hit with a puck. Ugh. All right, so let's just take to see if I've missed any final scores. I believe all finals, yes, there are now all finals in the NBA. The NBA is now done for the evening. Uh, just a uh, quick check to make sure on that. 
And yes, they yes they are. All right. So now we'll check the NHL to see if there is anything left. I believe that there is one or two games uh, left, and we'll check that right now as we're in the West Coast games. All right, with 37 seconds to go in the second period, the Kings and Canucks are now tied at two. Seems to be a battle here. And all other games are now final. Okay, all the other games are final, so I believe that'll do it for me. My notes are now finished for the evening, so nothing further. I will turn back over to you. Still there? Yep. Yep. Um, my notes are finished, so I'll turn it back now over to you. <coughs> All right. That's going to do it for episode 399, episode 400 on New Year's Eve, wow. Sunday at 11. For Lewis Tenor, I'm Taylor Phillips. Follow me on Twitter at DT2Coach. Like and share the Michigan Sports Truth Facebook page. TTFN, ta-ta for now. Bon appetit. Happy New Year, everybody. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.